Welcome to Christian Assembly, a family church. Since 1930, we've been serving the communities of Western Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia with the good news of Jesus Christ. With over 40 years of Bible teaching and ministry experience, Pastor Bill brings faith-filled revelation from God's Word. We believe with you, wherever you are, that God will inspire and change your life through the following teaching. For more information about Christian Assembly, follow us on social media or visit our website at cafamily.net. Uh, how many of you are believing God for a glorious move of His Spirit in your own personal life? Yeah. Just to manifest Himself in a powerful and glorious way and bring some things to light and, and so on. We'll praise God. We thank God for that. We should always be pursuing that. Uh, an encounter with God that is fresh and, and new. Nothing that's out of the world, out of this world, you understand. And it's talking about things that are biblically based. I um, just want to share a couple of scriptures here in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 12. Uh, that, that verse... In verse 12 tells us, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. I want you to notice in this text, the first two words, in whom. In whom we have. In other words, he's talking about something that we have in Christ, with Christ, by Christ. And a lot of scriptures you can look up for yourself that really reveal to us things like, in him we have redemption through his blood. By him, therefore, let us offer to God the sacrifice of praise. That is the fruit of our lips, continually giving thanks unto his name. Notice it's by him, in whom, in Christ. Any man be in Christ, he is a new creation, a new creature. So in other words, our identity is in Christ. Not in who we are, but in who he is. And when it comes to prayer, which is what we do this evening, we're coming to him in prayer. We're coming to the throne in prayer, but we're coming in him, and by him, and through him. In whom we have access, he says, to the things of God, to the throne of grace, we have access. So as we approach the throne of God in prayer, whether we do it collectively or individually, we understand this truth. It's not based on my performance. It's not based on what I've done. It's not based on who I am. It's not based on what I didn't do. It's based on Christ, who he is, what he's done. And the provision that he has made for us to enter to the very throne of God boldly with confidence, knowing that we belong there. Amen. Again, why? Because of who he is and because of what he's done and the access that he has given us, praise God, through his redemptive work. Another verse is Hebrews chapter 4, which is clear. We use this one all the time. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passing to the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession, for we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. Let us therefore. What's the therefore therefore? Because he's without sin, because he lived a perfect life, because he pleased the Father in all everything that he did. We can come boldly, therefore, to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and find grace to help in our time of need. So once again, we see our approach to the throne is not based on who we are, what we've done, what we have, or what we didn't do. It's based on who he is, what he's done. We have representation at the right hand of the Father, Jesus, our high priest, and he represents us to the Father. And we can boldly have access to the throne of God so that we can petition him in our time of need for ourselves or for others, praise God, and get results. As a matter of fact, there was an individual who's moved to heaven at this time. But I remember preaching and teaching along these lines of um, 
this message from Hebrews chapter 4, our approach to God, I believe I titled the message. Our approach to God is not based on who we are, what we've done, but our approach to God is the way he told us to approach him. And he told us to approach him with boldness and confidence because why? Because Jesus lived a perfect life. So it's based on him, not on me. And he did that, followed through with those steps and, and got healed, got delivered. Said, I've tried before other things, but this is one thing that helped him get to the place of receiving from God. Answered prayer. Look at the next one, Hebrews chapter 10 and beginning at verse 18. Now where remission of these is, there is no more offering for sin, having therefore, therefore what? Sin no longer dominates our lives. There is no more offering for sin. The last offering has been offered. So therefore, let us come boldly to the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by this new and living way, which he's consecrated for us to the veil, that is to say his flesh, Having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with the pure water of the word. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Why? Because faithful is he that promised. God is faithful. When we do our part, he will do his part. If we're faithful to do it his way, he's faithful to watch over every promise and every word that he's ever made to make it good. Amen. The book of Hebrews gives us so much revelation, so much light and understanding. It's a book that, that talks about Jesus being greater, Jesus being better. What is he better than? He's better than the angels. He's better than the priesthood. He's better than Abraham. He's better than Moses. He's better than the temple. He's better than the law. His blood speaks better things than that of Abel's, praise God. And his blood has paved a way for us to enter into the holiest place of God's presence with confidence and with boldness, praise God, knowing that we belong there because of him and his work, not ours. So whether we did something right or wrong doesn't really matter. Well, wrong, get it back under the blood. But right, it's still not going to get you any more access to the throne. But what he did was perfection. Confidence actually means convinced to the core. You're convinced to the core, to the very depth of your being. I'm so convinced I belong there because of what he did. Praise God, I am completely persuaded with no element of doubt whatsoever. We all belong there before the throne of God. He has authorized us to use his name. He's given us the power of attorney and we can use his name to transact business for him here upon the earth. Why? Because he authorized us to do so. So when it comes to praying, when it comes to prayer, we can ask the father in the name of Jesus based on his qualifications, not ours. And we can use his name, praise God, to transact business for him on the earth, which means that we can, as Paul and Peter did in the book of Acts, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I'm going to give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Praise God. Thank God for the uh, authority that he's given us to use his name, or I should say the power of attorney, to, the right to use his name as we transact business. Something else I want to conclude with before we pray, and that is the need for us to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit in, in all our endeavors. Nothing is more important than that. Holy Ghost knows what's going on. We have never been closer to overturning Roe v. Wade than we are today. When we started praying things like that this government of ours is under uh, the hand of God and it's, his hand is moving upon the spiritual, social, political, economic, and moral scenes of our land, He's staying his hand of judgment over America for the righteous sake and moving upon the hearts and minds of our government officials and political leaders, influencing our laws, removing from office those that rebel against you, replacing them with those that will honor him and glorify him. 
his conscience is never to be removed from America, and God we trust never removed from our monetary, our, our monetary system. One nation under God never removed from our Pledge of Allegiance. And Roe v. Wade is overturned. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And we value human life as we ought to. Can you say amen to that? And so we see it right before us. Ten years ago, you thought, there's no way. But we serve a way maker, don't we? And so let's continue in faith to thank God. Hallelujah. Amen. To save human life. And then one more thing. The need to be spirit-led. The need to be transparent before God. A quick testimony. When I came here 42 years ago, a woman had deteriorated muscle in her eye. Fresh out of Bible school, went over her house, sat down with her, you know, people, like if you're watching by live streaming, I don't know where you stand, but uh, a lot of people are skeptical when it comes to the supernatural. I'm not. I believe we serve a supernatural God, don't you? I sat down with her. The congregation was small. I would go there week after week after week after week after week and sit down and talk with her. And while I'm talking with her, this eye that was deteriorated, the muscles were deteriorated, which caused like a lazy eye. The eye could not come into focus. It could not look straight this way. It was looking out that way because of sugar diabetes, had deteriorated the muscles. Nothing they could do about it. And so as I sat talking with her, Mark eleven twenty three, 23, Mark eleven twenty four, 24, with the stripes you were healed and just given the scriptures, right in front of me, I would watch the eye come look straight. I would leave and it would be gone. It would go back over. This happened week after week after week after week. Okay? Then, one day, going over there with my Bible, I sat down on the couch but as I was walking in, just before I sat down on the couch, I heard bitterness. Okay? Because I said to the Lord, Lord, I've been doing this week after week. I see her eye coming when I'm talking. When I'm speaking the word over her, it seems like everything is fine. But then I leave and it's gone and I don't understand it. I don't get it. You know, it's, it's okay to say to God, I don't understand. Is it not? I need a revelation. I don't want just emotionalism. I don't want it, it, just go there and watch that happen again and again. And then it goes back to not being healed. I want reality. I want results. And that's when I heard the word bitterness. And I said to her, does bitterness mean anything to you? And she said to me, yep, I'm bitter. I just, oh, you're honest too. Most people will say, I'm not, not really. <laughs> yes, I'm bitter. I said, don't you know that bitterness will stop you from receiving your healing? We could pray till we're blue in the face. We could pray here till we're blue in the face. If we don't line up with the word of God and get our hearts right, it's not going to, it's to, just to no avail. Do you get that? It's to no avail. So I said, deal with it if you want healed. Following week, we had a healing service. Well, we, Sunday nights, we just had a good time in the Lord. Tremendous services. I'll, I'll never forget, this was in the church down in Midland. I'm standing on this side of the platform. A couple of steps. I think it was only two steps or something. Boom, boom. And I gave an altar call. And I said, uh, anybody like to receive from the Lord? And she started walking. She walked up. When she stood there right in front of me, I'm going to take a step down. It was almost like we were engulfed with the cloud of God's presence. Just all around us. But the first thing out of my mouth was, did you deal with 
what we talked about. Yes, it's all corrected. I said, great. Laid hands on her, and power of God came on her. She went to the doctors the next day. She was completely healed. The muscle, she got a creative miracle. The muscle was restored. She went back to her doctor, and the doctor one knows she went to Pittsburgh somewhere to have some new procedure. She said, no, I went to the altar, and I was prayed for. It was God that healed me. God wants us to have days of heaven on earth. Amen. That's what he wants us to have. It's a working of the spirit and the word together. And we can't ignore either one or minimize either one. And that's how she got her miracle. We keep keeping this word before the throne of God. Roe v. Wade is overturned. To save human lives. To open the door to the grace of God in this nation. To the mercy of God in this nation once again. So let's just do this. Let's minister to the Lord tonight. Let's keep these things in front of us. Let's understand and recognize the importance of what we're doing here. Giving God access to our hearts, to our lives. Again, affecting us. If I've got to get something out of my life, bitterness, animosity, whatever it might be, worry, stress, and all that, then turn it over to the Lord so he can use us to accomplish his purposes. We want to see his mighty working. All we have to do is position ourselves and it'll be done. Amen.